is the Trivium Dad Podcast. My name is Nick, and welcome. Dearest listeners, I'm here to ask for your support, not your financial support. It would be great if you could donate. It would help support the Trivium Dad podcast and Upward Enrichment Service. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, then leave a review because it will help other people find the show. And two, tell a friend about the show. Or better yet, tell a whole bunch of friends. Thank you. This program may contain strong languages and topics that might not be suitable for all listeners. A common saying that being a parent is the most difficult and most rewarding job in the world, I think resonates with most people. Parents shoulder a lot of challenges when it comes to raising children, and it takes up a lot of their adulthood. I was 24 when I had my first son. Um, I'm going to turn 40 in two weeks. It's been, you know, 15 years. Uh, I have three children, as you probably know. So I understand the challenges. I understand the rewards. Having children, you know, it provides a sense of purpose and meaning in life. The stress associated with raising children, it takes a toll on your well-being. When it comes to being a parent, it comes with a lot of sacrifices and compromises. There are many stories that I've heard from parents. I heard a lot of stories from parents who postponed going to college as daycare was just too expensive or could not just take advantage of a job opportunity due to the location. They couldn't just uproot their life. Man, I've been a parent for 15 years and I could tell you stories trivial in nature, but the accumulation of events over the years really, it really messes you up. And here's a, here's a quick story. You know, I grew up, I grew up from humble beginnings. So I think when you grow up and you didn't have too much, you just have an appreciation for, you know, everything, everything that was given to you and everything that you, you buy yourself with your own money. I would say 2010, I remember this, like it happened yesterday. I was saving up my money. I wasn't making too much money back then. I wanted this phone. I thought it was the best phone in the world. It was uh, called the Motorola L7. It was like the most sexiest phone. It was really paper thin. It was sleek, aesthetically beautiful. Back then, this is a side note, when it came to cell phones, you had all different types of form factors. They didn't look like how phones look pretty much, you know, standard, a standard rectangle. You had flip phones, you had phones that had uh, physical keyboards. I mean, the range was insane, but that was the phone for me. That thin phone, you put it in your pocket, you didn't know you had it. It just looked great when you was making phone calls. I saved up my money. Eventually, I got it. You know, people know me. Like when I get something, I really take, I'm so cautious and apprehensive. I want to treat it as if it's fragile. I really, you know, treasure stuff. So when I got this phone, it was like, you know, a breath of fresh air. You go over the the honeymoon phases with it. You start using it for its intended purposes. But man, oh man, did I love that phone. 
So one day I came home from a hard day's work. I was undressing, taking off my work clothes, put my phone down on the dresser. And I think I got distracted when I came back to get my phone. It was gone. Like, where's my phone at? Uh, I turn around. I see my my son. He's probably four or five at the time. And he's playing with it. And then all of a sudden he picks it up and throws it. (laughs) And again, this phone, it can't take any abuse. It just cracked. It shattered. Uh, like a piece of glass and man, my face, I wish somebody would have took a picture of that because I was, <laughs> I was very upset. I couldn't believe that uh, all that money I spent on the phone was gone. You know, I don't think insurance was around at that time. And if it was, I wasn't going to buy it, <laughs> but that was a good time to have insurance on the phone. And that happened. I bought a flat screen TV, ended up having a fork go through it. I had uh, a Nexus 4 phone ended up my third son took a bottle of Febreze and he emptied the whole entire bottle on it so it's like when you you know when you work hard and you buy stuff again it's all materialistic but you know in the moment you don't think about that you're like wow there goes all the money I saved up and spent and poof it's gone you gotta rebuy or you know rebuy what you need and you know there's parents they gave up their hobbies, their friends, you know, some people wanted to start a business and they just couldn't because they wanted to take care of their children. You know, we grow up, you know, we're thinking about self-perseverance, taking care of ourselves. There's this uh, internal conflict because you want to you want to be selfish. You want to make sure that your needs are provided, but then you have to sacrifice what you want for your children. And this is a conflict of vital values versus moral values. And the vital values is if you know Darwin and it comes down to, you know, struggling to and nail and it's a me first kind of mentality, you know, you dictate that you got to save your own life and further your own well-being because that's what matters most is survival of the fittest. So, you know, you go through that as a parent that you, you know, you want to take care of yourself, but then you got your moral values, which represents compassion and love. And it means really to tell yourself that there is uh, lives out there that is more precious than your own and that you have your obligations. It's not just making sure that you're good, but it's making sure that everybody around you uh, is able to be taken care of. And that difference between a me first mentality and taking care of others is really what parents go through on a daily basis. And, you know, vital values are sacred, but you 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 spend, I would say, a large portion of your time, you know, worrying about your children and caring for them. Caring is really, you know, what is going to what you're going to sacrifice in order for your children to have what they need, that they receive the immediate benefits of that care, if that's making sure that they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that they have their school supplies, and that they have clothes that they need, if it's winter clothes or summer clothes, or the right sneakers, because, you know, children grow out of their shoes really quick. And it's just really making sure that they're happy when it comes down to it, when you're caring for others, and you're making those sacrifices, because I can speak for myself, like, I don't really buy much for me. And I, you know, a lot of times I want, if it's not, you know, some 
piece of technology or, you know, nice clothes or, you know, maybe a nice pair of sneakers. Like I don't buy, I buy very little for myself because I just think about the opportunity cost of if I take that money and spend it on myself, that's money I could have spent on my children for something that they really needed. So those are the types of sacrifices. When you're sacrificing and you're not taking care of yourself, you know, you make yourself very vulnerable and you're probably neglecting yourself and neglecting taking care of yourself, eating right, exercising, cultivating your mind. Or, you know, if you like to go out, go out to a nice restaurant and just eat and just relax. You're going, you may go out, right? You may get that babysitter, but you're going out and you still feel a sense of guilt. And you sit down at the restaurant and you order in whatever you want to eat. And then you're, you're thinking, oh man, I got to worry about going home because you, you just don't know what's happening. Or you're taking the kids to the movies and you have to watch some uh, stupid animation, some cartoon character, and you would rather watch some action flick. But you make those sacrifices because you want to make your kids happy. Don't get me wrong. Some of those movies are great. <laughs> Some of them, (laughs) you know, it's like when you're thinking about all the stuff that you give up, you know, that that kind of takes its toll on you and it becomes exhausting. And it's like, you know, when it look when you look at your role as a parent, it becomes overwhelming and you are not, you know, you you wear multiple hats like you're a parent and you go and you become, you know, the worker. And then, you know, you got to be the spouse. It's just all of these roles that you're put into, it causes a lot of psychological stress and it exhausts you, it exhausts your time and energy because you're you're managing multiple roles. And, you know, with me over the years, I've, I've been through the spectrum of emotions when it comes to, I don't know how I'm going to do this, right? I, I, I feel exhausted and I feel depressed and I just, you know, sometimes you just don't know what's going to happen next. Because you solve one problem and another problem comes up and you face anxiety. It's hard to manage everything that is happening. So you you just don't know what to do. It's all the sacrifices that you make in being a parent. It could it leads to, you know, you have to take care of yourself. Sometimes you gotta move that needle back in which, you know, you're you're doing what makes you happy at the same time. If you don't, it's gonna take a toll in many different areas. When you go to work and you're not able to separate or to put your life in one compartment and worry about making sure that you execute on deadlines and that you meet expectations, it's hard to make that separation. So, you know, you have to figure out what it takes to persevere and to make it through. And, you know, it becomes easier, you know, if it's a two parent household or you're making a certain income and you live in a certain neighborhood. But if you're a single parent and if you're not making as much money and especially if, you know, you don't have the help, that support network that lives around you, it even puts a tougher, it it puts a harder strain on your life. And even though you know you need to take care of yourself, you just can't. Uh, a lot of parents, I think what they need is just encouragement and support. Just people to talk to, or people that could understand. Because being a parent, a lot of times it's you don't get praise for it. I had one coworker, I heard overheard her talking to somebody else. And they were talking about 
being a parent. And she said, well, that's your job. That's what you got to do. I think that kind of represents how society looks at it, right? You made the children and you got to take care of them, but you don't get the praise that sometimes you need to persevere. So it's, you know, we got to find that support network, uh, ways to cope, um, take advantage of therapy and finding ways just to relax and unwind and not turn into substance abuse, like drinking or smoking, doing drugs. It's it's just we got to we got to always be mindful of it because we don't think about it. I wasn't thinking about, you know, wait a minute, I got to take care of myself. I was always thinking I got to take care of my family. But how could you take care of your family if you cannot take care of yourself? I remember I remember a story where, you know, if it came down to you and your family and there was the last piece of bread, who should eat the bread? Should it be should it be the the person that got to go out, you know, find food or find ways to keep living or should you give that bread to your children? A lot of people answer that question, well, you should give that bread to your children because they're hungry, but that's the wrong answer. You should eat that bread because then if you can't take care of yourself, then go out and, you know, try to secure more bread and bread is literal and figuratively. How could you take care of your children in the long run? So just understand that as parents, don't forget to take care of yourself. If you're married, make sure that you don't neglect going out on date night, going out, spending quality time you know, keeping that relationship uh, intact because children, they take up, children is like having another job. And if you have multiple children, then, then you could just do the math on that. That time that you would allocate, if you're single and you're dating and you, you know, spend hours on the phone talking and texting and, you know, going out, you don't, you don't have that time anymore. You got to make sure to hash out a time to keep your relationship going, because if you don't, you know, you're going to you're going to grow apart. You could grow resentful and, you know, eventually you just may not want to be in that relationship anymore. And that causes all kind of, I guess, relationship dysfunction. So all of that to say is make sure you take care of yourself. Make sure that you treat yourself. And sometimes if you want some new clothes, you know, I'm a guy, if you want some fly sneakers or you want a new phone, you may want to pick up a new hobby. You may want to be a DJ. You may want to go fishing, hiking, whatever. You know, you may want to upgrade your car, like get some new parts to put on the car. Sometimes you just got to, you just got to do it and not worry about money, not worry about other people. Just take care of yourself. Just understand there's a whole broad range of emotions that you're going to go through as being as a parent. And it's not always sacrificing. So take care of yourself, love yourself. And by doing so, you're going to be a better parent overall. Follow us on social media, U-E-S-N-Y-S. Check out the website, UESNYS.com. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Thank you for listening.